0: This is Goals with Soul, the podcast for visionary coaches and entrepreneurs, building your business with inspired action, in alignment with your mission and authentic message, so you can create impact for your soul clients and feel lit up every day. I'm your host, Jo Ingram, married mum of three daughters from London and a former ad agency director turned business coach and strategist. In Goals with Soul, we blend revenue generation with energetics, marketing strategies with pranic healing, and ambitious business goals with our soul's desires. If you're looking to build your business with less efforting and more ease, this is the podcast for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals With Soul, I'm Joanna Ingram and on today's episode we're going to be chatting with Jenny Lyon who's one of my most favorite spiritual coaches and teachers and in fact she was instrumental in helping me understand that sometimes our soul's contract is wrapped up in what we call ourselves and it was with her advice that i started to think more about my name joe and joanna and how i had jettisoned joanna which is my given name when i was in my early teens and reverted to the more masculine and driven joe which i then kept throughout my um, my college education and into my work I'm going to share more on that in full in a different episode, but if you now hear me introducing myself as Joanna Ingram, but in some places I'm still calling myself Joe Ingram, you will know why there's a little bit of a disparity there at the moment as I make that transition. I really am enjoying going back to a name I haven't used since childhood, enjoying Joanna and its flow, and enjoying just feeling more me. And I think that being yourself is something that is absolutely critical in life and particularly in business and being ourselves and having the certainty that what we're doing is bringing our full selves into our business allows us to address that pesky imposter syndrome feeling. And when we're not entirely sure what our special uniqueness is, or we're not feeling like we're bringing that brilliance into our business, it can feel very unenergizing, very disconcerting. And it's not just having the clarity, but actually expressing it. So many of us are scared to be seen. And that of course shows up in not wanting to get visible not doing the things on social media or in your business. And I was surprised to see so many experienced, established coaches who outwardly seem so visible, but who are actually hiding a really big part of their message, a really big part of who they are in this world and really what they're meant to be doing to help others. So by stopping hiding and, and moving into that expression and speaking your truth, that's when you really get that alchemy of business brilliance. You really bring yourself, your full self into business and create that resonance with those soul clients who, of course, are meant to work with you. And it's supposed to happen, of course, with ease. But instead, because we're bright, driven, often alpha women, we end up falling into doing all the things. And that's where perfectionism and overthinking crop up. And of course, that can lead to attracting the wrong clients because we're really blocking the flow of the law of attraction, the flow of energy into our business. And when we bring together that certainty and clarity and that full expression, and of course, underpinned by allowing ease and intuition to flow in your business, that's when the elevation takes place, where you elevate your business. And if you know you're meant for more, You're meant to shine. You're ready for it imperfectly to show up and be seen in a whole new level. You're ready to play big and bring your full authenticity into your business then consider working in either the Time to Rise group program with myself or work with me one-to-one in the Messaging Edge program. Both of these ways of working with me will create enormous up-leveling and change in how you show up for your business. I remember Caroline, my client, an executive coach, had been stuck for six months not understanding why she wasn't feeling energized in her business. And when she worked with me in the Messaging Edge Specifically, we went through my process called Brand Epics. We identified that she was actually using a part of her experience to hold her business back. And when I helped her join the dots, I thought partnered with her and channeled this idea that actually her what she thought was the the thing holding her back was actually the thing that would propel her forwards. Specifically, it was a way for her to connect with her soul clients who want the same things from their lives as she's achieved in hers, which she didn't and couldn't see. And if this is something that you're ready for, I'm putting a link in the show notes, which will set you up with an alignment or clarity call with me. So we can really talk about whether you are being held back from that full expression of self And whether you need to go back to get that congruence and clarity in place. So you've joined the dots and are bringing your full self into your business. There's, No point now working with clients who don't energize you. It isn't what you're meant for. You're meant to work with your soul clients. You're meant to get them phenomenal results doing what you love most. So, if that's for you, I would love to talk to you about that. And now I'm going to turn my attention to today's interview, which is with the fabulous Jenny Lyon. Jenny and I are mastermind sisters, and I was absolutely thrilled to be in her sphere because her energy is absolutely radiant. And Jenny's gifts are so apparent as I'm really excited for you to hear about. Jenny supports spiritual coaches and healers and visionary leaders to activate their soul's gifts, their mission and their business expansion with soul contracts, light activations and proven business strategies. Jenny is an extremely gifted energy coach and I personally have had the experience of working one to one with her which has been a phenomenal growth experience for myself so I cannot wait to get going on this interview so we can dive into how to master your energy in business so let's get into it welcome to goals with soul jenny <laughs> thank you so much for having me here joe I'm so happy to have you. Both of us are laughing already because we just had a really funny conversation about opening some wine, but it is not even two o'clock. So it's a Friday we're doing this recording. So we're both pretty chill, but I hope that you're getting the complete energetic sense of why we're here today. And I'm so excited to have Jenny here because I've experienced her amazing energetic aura myself, and I can't wait to have her tell us more about really all about energetics. But first, Jenny, tell us a little bit about how you got started started in the whole energetic space okay so look how long have we got
1: <laughs> no so when I was um there was actually one particular experience and I think it was about 17 and I realized I was psychic that was like something happened um I bunked off school and my guides which I didn't uh, understood what that was was telling me don't go around that corner there because your teacher will be there and <laughs> So I was like, okay, let's just have a look and see if I'm right. So I was just like really, um, how should I put it? Like sort of sneaking up to this area. This was like a square near to school. And there he was. Wow. <laughs> so I kind of sneaked back and I was like, hmm, this is really interesting. I am psychic. I can tap into things that, uh, you know, well, m- many people are psychic, but, you know, I realized, gosh, I am psychic. So, yeah, it started there really. And then after that... Um, I didn't do anything with it as as such. Uh, It was when I became, I did massage therapy when I was about 24. And from there, I developed into, uh, you know, do did massage. I did, then I did coaching. Then I did uh, energy work and healing. So it kind of just went on from body work to energy work and then mindset and coaching and mentoring now. So I don't do massage anymore.
0: (laughs) I'm not open to that. (laughs) Well, but you do do many other things. You've got so many strings to your bone. What really I love about you in this space is that you really span between the strategic business side and the energy side, which of course is so close to my heart as well. And- you have such a strong positioning in the energetic space. I just think it's so valuable to understand better about why energy is so important. And I know that people listening to this show kind of span the whole spectrum, from being very business focused and just a little curious about the energy side, to people who are on the light space, over you know, on a much more extreme energetic kind of. Positioning, gotcha. so you know, I'd love to hear it from your perspective about the importance of energy in business.
1: Yeah, so I think what it comes down to really, and this is if you are listening now and you are a spiritual entrepreneur, so you consider yourself as more of the energy. So talk about the two categories: somebody who considers themselves more like an energy worker, and then somebody who considers themselves more like just an online entrepreneur who is curious about energy. So if you are an energy worker and you are keen to use your energetics in Online entrepreneurship, if you like, then it's really important that you're often probably an empath and things like that. So your energetic boundaries and really being be, holding yourself strong in the in the positioning where you are is really important because naturally you're like a giver and you maybe, you know, you overgive even, you know, you come from this sort of space. Um, and you really want to help and serve. That's why you're in business from the from the beginning. So your energetic cleanliness and your energetic boundaries are super super important for you to be able to kind of really, um, and, yeah, well, protect yourself and actually grow in your business without being depleted and things like that. I mean, there's lots and lots of more tips, but I'll I'll, I'll say that's very important. If you are a an entrepreneur and you're interested in the energetics then what's really important is to come out of your head <laughs> and into your heart I mean this applies for everyone obviously it's not just for specific people but often we overthink and over analyze and over rationalize and over all these things in our heads but actually it's the heart space and heart decision and connection to this space that is really going to help you to lead yourself in business. And so from an energetic point, it's very important to connect with your heart. And again, protect your energy, of course, but that would be like the typical problems, I suppose.
0: So that's what I would like to suggest if you're listening now. You may be doing it already, but... Oh, I love that. And I think that it talks so much to the intangible reason why sometimes we struggle in business. And I've lost count of the number of times I myself have thought it, or a client has said... You know, I'm doing all the things. I don't understand why I haven't broken through my next income barrier, or I haven't called in more clients, or I haven't had success in a particular tangible way that I've I've set as a goal for myself when I'm working hard and I'm doing all the things. And yet there can be a real energetic mismatch. Can you tell us a little bit about how this is something you might have seen before?
1: Absolutely.
0: And I can relate to it myself
1: because I've had stretches of What is going on? (laughs) Why is it not sticking to enormous success? So I've had both. So from an energetic point, this is exactly what I'd like everyone to really take this one. This is very important. So when you started out as an entrepreneur, whether that was from an energy space or from creating freedom uh, within your expertise where you are, you did it because you believed that you Could do something better like you believe that you create freedom you believe that you can create more success for yourself in your life and you set the intention and you spoke to the universe uh, consciously or subconsciously uh, to say that this is what I want I want to create this uh, magical life like I want to create success I want freedom I want time freedom I want money freedom I want these things so the universe will then respond and say okay I've got it. (laughs) I've got the request. Now for you to become that person, these are the things that you have to overcome and learn and grow into so that you can have that success. So what we look at as a linear step of A, B, C, D, E, hey, that's how you get to your goal. For the universe, it doesn't look like that and not for the soul either. Because the soul is like, hmm, well, if you've got imposter syndrome, you need to overcome that before you can lead someone else to do it. Or if you have money blocks, you need to overcome those money blocks before you can teach someone else to create more money. Uh, if you have balance, imbalance in your relationships and in your life, you have to create more balance in, you know, in your in your relationships before you can. teach balance to people so you will just get given those things um, that you need to work on so that you can go there and that's not linear it is a divine timing it doesn't make sense and it's all a little bit like you know a head doer basically but we just got to trust that one we once we said to the universe this is what we want and super clear and keep getting, stop getting distracted, and keep focusing on the goal with soul. <laughs> no, we keep focusing on the goal. You know, in the right energy. You know, you don't want to be stressing out and pushing things away. Because this is another thing: if you focus too much in masculine energy, and then you start pushing, you're actually pushing things away because you're, you're going too forceful. And it's such a craft. To be in balance all the time, isn't it? It's such a craft because you're ambitious and at the same time, like you need to lean back. It's like, whoa, how do I do this? So divine plan is there. You just gotta trust, really. You've got to trust.
0: Oh, you're absolutely speaking to my heart here because it's been my experience. I've often been in the kind of pushing, overproving masculine energy. And I've also gone through Phases where I've been learning much more about divine feminine and stuff I've shared on the on previous episodes about mm-hmm. how I've brought that more into balance. But balance doesn't, at least in my life, always mean I tread right down the middle. It means I go one way, then I bring it back and I go the other way. And then I'm but I'm very, very Aware of it and acknowledge yeah. it. And mm-hmm. I love how you frame that so succinctly about how the energy really does matter for our progression. And so, yeah. what sort of things do people typically do, or would you recommend people do, to actually start to bring that energy into a place where we can have business success? Do you know, it
1: comes back to the very, very present moment if you can allow yourself to turn off all distractions and really go into yourself and focus and connect deeply with yourself, it's like that stillness, you know, it's there's a stillness, a connection, and a truth that will come through. That is the very step you need to do right there. And then you will have an overall strategy of how you build your business for sure. You know, you would have launch dates of certain things or you might launch your own podcast, etc. So you have to schedule in things, of course. So they have to have the masculine structure in your business to have it running. But then on a daily basis, come out ahead, drop into the heart, be still, turn off the distractions, focus, really focus on the task ahead. Turn all the tabs off your computer and have the one tab open. It's like... Focus stillness on the one thing at a time. That also brings peace because you, it's almost like, you know, when your mind goes ahead in time or it looks back on things, you're not present. You know, you're not present. If you bring yourself into presence, you actually feel calm because you're not stressing about the next thing or the next hour or the next week, and you're not worrying about all the things you made wrong in the past. Because that's really that's where your stress comes from. It only comes from there. It doesn't come from anything else. So if you can just bring yourself to the very, very moment and just focus on that p- task ahead when you're creating, that, cre- that brings like real joy. Like I'm talking to you right here. I'm like, right, I'm in real joy. I'm talking to what things that I love talking about with Joe. And this is I'm creating my success by talking to Joe. So this is it. That's it. If everyone can do that every day, and obviously have the overall strategic plan of their business, then you have a secure ticket to success. You really have.
0: You make it sound so simple. And uh, I, I I started panicking when you said something about having one tab open because I always have 20 tabs open. <laughs> so what does that say, right?
1: <laughs> no, but look, I sometimes have three or four, but I really, I, try, I really try and make it like a couple of tabs open, like my diary and then whatever thing I'm working on. And then I stop that and then I open a couple of new tabs for the next thing that I'm doing that day. I have a small list. That's another thing, actually. I make a very small list every day and it will be very achievable. So it'll be like three or four things, not major, (laughs) three or four things, obviously, um, things that I just need to do that day. And when those things are done, again, this is about not stressing about the future and the past, When they're done, it's like, I am full, I'm complete, I've done really well, I've achieved a lot today, and like really celebrate yourself for those steps, because we can keep, you know, if you think of all the things you haven't done, it creates a a vacuum, like a pressure, and that pressure is the same energy as lack, so the energy of lack creates more lack, The energy of expansion and fulfillment and excitement and you know this uh, kind of you know bigger feels good creates more of that. So you've got to just just shift your awareness of how you do things and how you feel about yourself
0: when you've done those things. Yeah, so so valuable. I mean, we say that. We create our own realities, but the truth is that we spend so much time creating a reality that we're not that satisfied with exactly. through the power of our own negative thinking so much yeah. of the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And just, and just really feeling to the joy and the expansion and the excitement of what you're going to do next that you enjoy. Because this is the thing, right? Work as we know it, entrepreneurs should be joyful because we do something we love, right? but otherwise you wouldn't be an entrepreneur. Um, And it should be joyful. And if something absolute you hate doing, outsource it to your best capacity, you know, it wouldn't be something, you wouldn't outsource everything because maybe in the beginning, if you're in the beginning of your journey, you couldn't afford to outsource everything. You have to do a lot of things to yourself. Um, But as soon as you have the capacity to outsource and you don't enjoy it, do those things that you don't enjoy, outsource those. Um, Because if they don't bring you joy like finances and books and that is I I really don't like it obviously I have a bookkeeper she does everything for me I could never think of doing it I'd be like I would pull my hair out um and and it's it's heart and soul destroying to do things that you don't like to so that's that's another thing I really recommend
0: uh, it's really smart. I mean, just this idea of just clearing up everything that drags you down. And I know that you're really into energy clearing as yeah. well. So, yeah. like, we can do the practical things, and you've given us so many good tangible suggestions, mm-hmm. but when you work in the energy realms, in the field, as I've heard it called so many times, and that my understanding of that is growing every day, but I know you work in the field. So, mm-hmm. tell us about, like, literally energy work a little bit more and how energy clearing is a thing
1: yes so if we talk about energy clearing first so if in your actual fields so in your actual aura if you like if you want to it's many names for it but if you have in your actual fields you will have um a lot of Gunk basically, so it will be your own stuff that is like, oh, you know, negative thoughts and things like that. And then you pick up from other people, you are consuming things on social media, uh, you are absorbing other stuff that is actually not yours. So that can be really confusing. So, your connection then to your divine truth and your higher self or your universal mind, whatever you want to call it gets kind of blurred and you're not really kind of hearing it properly. So I, this is with the bioenergy clearing. and the end of this episode, you'll get the free clearing as well for those people. But you can clear your fields out, which then creates like more clarity and more groundedness and you feel really good and you're like, yay, you know, happy to create everything and there's nothing there really to blur your mind, you know, or blur your focus. And that's massive. You know, it's like so. It's good, isn't it? If you, if you if you feel clear and you you're on fire, you'll get a lot of things done, and it will feel exciting and joyful, as opposed to feeling like oh, I got to get through this and it's just hard work, and I'm not sure why these negative thoughts are coming from. They might not even be yours, you know. So clearing that stuff out your fields will is really a good start in terms of working in the fields. Of course, I work in the fields with my clients. So that means we can access things for them uh, in this life and in past lives and in other dimensions as well, which is the field. <laughs> so the field is massive. Um, but here and now, the field for humans right here and now on Earth is like your energy field. And I believe it needs to be clear for everyone to also have clear thoughts, you know, about
0: where you want to take your life and your business. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. I mean, I trained in pranic healing, which although I didn't get a full appreciation of how it works, because that isn't important. (laughs) It's just important that it does work and you learn the techniques. I just think it's so amazing that there is no time and space. It's like you can literally work with someone on the other side of the world. You can clear things from years ago. You can clear things from generations ago. And, it just blows my mind at the success that people are having with their clients in this area, which you know clearly suggests that there's so much we don't know about that can really benefit us. And I know, I mean, if you're if you're listening to this show, then you are so open to energy work. I know that, but I often think about it. How would I have thought about this back in my corporate days before I was into energy and spirituality? And I think being open minded, it's just if you are going to feel better and work with someone that's taking you through a process and you believe it's going to work, that even from a rational left brain side is so valuable. And I really I really get frustrated when people poo-poo energy work and they just don't get it because I just see people getting results all the time from it.
1: Yeah, and you know, this is really interesting because people <laughs> – I'm going to take a real example here – so, if that's all right. So, my mum was here two weeks ago, and she she does believe what I do. She's not uh, adverse to anything. Anyway, she had had a fall four weeks before that, and um, she wasn't here, so she's in Sweden. So she came here. I was doing a little bit of distant work on her, but I really wanted her here because if I work on her here, she will really feel it because she's in the same room with me, type thing, you know. So I did. And what had happened actually from this fall that she had was that a part of her soul and her consciousness had kind of jumped out of the body, which means that she was feeling very dizzy and very disorientated because she's not actually fully here, right? So I was just, I pulled it all in straight away. I just did all the things I normally do with my clients. And literally, so she was okay from a physical point of view. She had some bruises and she was, you know, hurt, but. Literally, the next day, no more dizziness, fully clear in the mind, not disorientated, and completely like present again, like fully here. I was like, "Hmm, her soul is back in the body, fully great." So, what what I think sometimes happens is that people they will have an experience and they will be like, "Wow, I can really feel the difference," but they don't really understand what it is. Now I explained this to my mom, and she went, "Yeah." a part of her I don't think believes it but she is better <laughs> <laughs> or she's back to normal basically um and I think if people can just have this like yeah I want to get better um uh, and I feel want to be better I don't really care how it happens as long as I feel better then yeah bring it on you know if you can have that attitude to energy work then yeah then you will really succeed like you you can take it all in and, and you will feel the benefit you know you'll feel better yeah
0: that's so true. And I mean, obviously you're as a master healer, I know that more than just working with coaches and entrepreneurs, you also have a speciality in a niche helping light workers specifically. and yes. I, I love this niche because light workers, traditionally, at least those that I've worked with and those that I know, come from a place of not necessarily wanting, sorry, I'll rephrase that, not feeling comfortable making money and feeling like they shouldn't take an energetic exchange in the terms of money for giving something that is natural to them, which is their healing powers. And when you work with people like this, how do you find that they're able to get congruent, that they're able to make money and serve? So
1: I what I believe with this is that you have the workers that still believe in the reality that they shouldn't charge because that's a belief, Right. Then you have the life workers and the energy healers and the you know more ambitious perhaps more like believing that no they should be valued for their gifts and talents and it should be paid well. So I don't really get those that doesn't want to um, you know that doesn't want to uh, charge because then they wouldn't pay to come with me because they like, do you know what I mean? It's like a there's a mismatch of beliefs there. But the ones that really want to do better, they come to me. They will still have a sort of feeling of feeling uncomfortable around charging um, because that's a part of the spiritual journey. Because what happened, often what happened, this comes from his past lives. So the spiritual guru, if you like, who was the healer of the village or who was the shaman, or who was the medicine woman, or who was this type of figure in the village or in the community, that person was taken care of. Like they were given food and shelter. They were like the oracle, right? They didn't get paid for this. They were just honored and listened to, and they were taken care of by the village. So they didn't have to charge for this. It was like they were gifting these things, but they were also looked after. So that type of um sort of that belief comes from you know past lives, a bit that they didn't have to charge for it, right? They were they were not trading anything. Well, they were trading shelter and food, but and then also you have the witch wounds, so you have the you know the, the all the spiritual gift of people that were uh shunned and burnt and locked up and all those things because they had spiritual gift because it was like dangerous to the uh, establishment basically Um, and everyone was believed to to think that spirituality was absolutely something that had to be hidden and absolutely couldn't be paid for so you have these things happen in the past that we just have to change this new paradigm so I really believe I stand for premium as well it's like you've got to really charge well for your gifts this is this is like a really great artist who brings amazing awe and almost healing and transmission through the art, who charges a lot of money. And then you also have the, the broke artist, right? You have broke artists that can bring the same beautiful piece of art to the world, but they charge nothing. They, don't, they live on the street. So you can choose to be this person over here who, who has got a lot of wealth from your art, it's just beliefs, okay. So that I really want people to understand it—that you can choose a different reality while the other one exists. We don't have to, um, like, it's not like we have to convince those people who doesn't believe they should charge. We could just let them believe that it's fine. We go over here and we believe this. So that is really important. I feel it's really important to understand that both exists, and we can we can still choose to become really wealthy in our spiritual mastery
0: yeah we're talking about like quantum leaping here right that everything exists in tandem yes
1: it's
0: all simultaneous and if we wish to leap between realities Mm. it's only a mindset change away basically yeah yes it
1: is totally that and I also believe like hang out with the right people you know hang out with the right community that believes the same things you believe not meaning that you shouldn't challenge your beliefs and grow but You know, you want to hang out with people that believe what you believe because you can support each other in going there together.
0: Oh, my God. So true. And of course, you are one of my mastermind sisters. And we met the first time in person, actually in Lisbon, not that long ago at the mastermind retreat. (laughs) And uh, although we both live in the UK, we all work from home. We don't don't seem to get out and about. No, we haven't met in the UK, but of course, we travelled the whole way to Portugal and, and met there instead. And the power of communities, of people who are on the rise, people who have the same ambitions and desires as you, working with the best coaches and the best cohort you possibly can is something that you and I both believe in incredibly strongly. And, I mean, we can't really tell people more emphatically that if you are not yet in a community that works for you in that way, then you need to find it. And both Jenny and I have our own programs, group programs, and believe very strongly in the power of that community. And I know, Jenny, you help spiritual light workers actually create programs like that for themselves. What's the kind of power in that for them? How does it change the game? Yeah, so for them, um, the
1: particular clients that I work with, they're often multi-skilled, you know, they have some certifications in healing. They might be a coach or they have some experience somewhere else where they've uh, they want to create a really great online business. But often what happens is that they don't really have the strategy and the pathway how to put a program together. And I know that you do signature programs as well, Joe, with the messaging mm. at the forefront, right? So I really help my clients to Uh, really elevate their spiritual gifts, really owning them and really be super, you know, intuitive, like really become really good channels and harness everything that they have and then find the niche and the problem they want to solve and then create this one group program that is going to uh, transform and help their clients to solve this particular problem. So typical marketing and, you know, what you do as well, but in a slightly different sort of just way. Um, So, yeah, and and often they healers and spiritual coaches, they often feel uh, they're so, you know, out there in the fields, (laughs) basically, and they sometimes feel it's difficult for them to get strategy in place because they're so in the energy all the time. And I really help them to to pull them in because they're typically so creative and they're just like, whoa, go out there and have so many ideas. And I just really pull them back in and say, right, this is the pathway. This is what we're going to do. You need to nail your niche and really get them to work on these things and then get it, get that clarity. They will get that clarity and then create the program and then create their community around this, right? So I think the hardest thing for them is that they can heal anything. It's like a healer can heal anything. You know, if somebody sent to me, if someone actually came to me now and said, oh, well, I've got anxiety. I was like, yeah, I can heal that. Oh, I've got, um, you know, a uh, bowel problem. Yeah, we can work on that with my healing system. Like they can come and say, oh, I've got depression. Okay, well, I can work on that. You know, I can work on all the problems as a healer, but I don't want to work on all the problems as a healer because then I become very non-niched. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we love a niche, don't we? So we need to get the niche. So this is the problem often with healers. They can heal anything, literally. heal anything with your system that you're using um it's just deciding your what you love working with the problem you love solving
0: i love how well you've put that and it it's got my sort of messaging brain all tingling around as well because you know when (laughs) when i'm working with clients it's so fundamental that i teach them that whilst some of their lessons and, and their curriculum might not be the newest thing in the world because they've learned it and it's something that they feel called to teach what they bring, how they teach it, their niche, their stories, their messaging – is absolutely brilliant and unique to them and them alone. And you know, you and I, um, Jenny. You know, you teach people to help them find their niche, to dial in their signature offer, to get their content and messaging out, and ultimately build their businesses and make money. Which is exactly what I do. But our, exactly. our niches are not the same. Why? Why no. you do what you do is not the way that I do it. You come in, and I love the way you talked about how you know, your client archetype is very much in the field and she has to be brought into strategy. And my yeah. typical client is someone that's starting to get energy curious. They're much more used to working in some strategic ways, but now they recognize yeah. that actually bringing in some of the energy work is fundamental, which is why I, I do my breathwork facilitation in my program and things like that. So they're very different people who all want to build their businesses and you know exactly. create sales and and- calling clients.
1: So I get these really like super psychic channels like etheric starseeds people coming to me as well. And I think they feel comfortable with me because they understand that I understand their multidimensional uh how they live this life, right? Yeah, so, I mean there's a lot of so,
0: terminology there that I know is very new to myself and not everyone's yeah, in this yeah, way. Uh, when people start going, you know, 5D starseeds. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's all these words that I mean. I, I have really? actually read a few books on it now, so I'm I'm feeling a lot more comfortable in the terminology. But it is a long way out of my experience. You know? Sure, sure, sure. Now I don't want to. I don't want to throw a spanner in the works. <laughs> like, but no, there's so much there. I mean,
1: just be curious. I mean, the listeners who listens to this, if this is what I say as well, if something really oh stands out, you know, a word that you heard and you thought, oh, that's really interesting then go and research it, you know, go and find out more about that because it's kind of your intuition or your, you know, your. you just want to know more about it. So follow that. I'd say follow that.
0: Absolutely. Mm. And I think that when we're at this point where we've got suggestions, I always love to invite some inspired action and something that we can tangibly do to make a small but, ta- but important difference in our business that won't take more than, you know, a few hours. And I know, Jenny, you've got so many suggestions, but what is something that is easy for us from an energy perspective that we can take away this week? Okay,
1: so the very, very most important thing is to look after, like it's so simple, complete self-care. Like your own energy, fill your own cup up. Don't give and give and give on an empty cup. It's like so important to look after yourself as an entrepreneur, And this is for the more energetic workers and the ones that are more strategic. You are doing this because you're ambitious, you're driven, you want results and you do those things. And from having this, like almost burn, well, I've had burnout myself, but having this problem myself, I just know that nothing gets done in the correct way or nothing happens in a really successful way if my energy is off. It's Like I've got to go and fill my cup up. So that I can be the best I can be, and then I'm the best to my kids, then I'm the best to my husband, then I'm best to the clients, obviously. Um, but then I'm best I'm a best to, to all these other people that kind of need me. And it's important. It's really important.
0: What are some great ways of dialing in the self-care that you see work for a majority of people. So again, obviously have some sort of relaxation routine every day, whether that is a
1: meditation or just go for a walk, or give yourself some space, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. And also another thing that I don't recommend is like, don't if you don't feel like a really stuck routine is good for you, don't have one, just learn to dial in with yourself what you need and when. Because if I wake up in the morning, I go, oh, I have to do my clearing meditation every morning. And if I feel really good, then I don't do it. Then later on, I'm like, might be in between clients. And anyway, between clients, I always clear myself anyway. But let's say it's before I go and get the kids or something and I'm feeling a bit tired. I just then feel like into what I need. I'm like, okay, do I need to just close my eyes for 10 minutes? Like, or do I need to just walk around the block or do I need a cup of tea or do I need a glass of water? Do I need to do a yoga stretch? What do I need right now to calibrate again? So it's almost like there is no one specific thing that people need to do. They just need to know what they need in every moment. And don't forget to check in. This is the main thing. And that creates... This habit of checking in on your energy all the time, which makes you keep on a steady keel, which is where you want to be. Steady and slowly is actually the only pace. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my, that was a long tip, but basically, check in with your energy all the time and, and give yourself what you need.
0: I love that because it's so realistic and so simple that it's so easy to forget. And yet really vital. So thank you for bringing our awareness back to that today. And actually, when, when we finish chatting, I'm already thinking I'm going to go and get my bare feet on the nice sunny grass outside cool. and just do a bit of grounding and chill, which is something that only will only do if we've thought, what do I need right now? And I love that. I love that. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me today. It's always such a joy to chat yeah. with you. If people would love to find you online and learn a bit more about your work, where's the best place to do that? I'd say the website is probably the best place. So it's
1: JennyLyon.love. So G-E-N-N-Y-E-L-I-O-N.love. And if you search that, I am the same name on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all the places. So, but it's on the website, you can get the bioenergy clearing for free. So if you wanted the freebie or a gift, um, you can head over there. To the, to the website
0: fantastic and the links will all be in the show notes and go check out jenny's freebie clear your energy obviously really important jenny just say thank you again so much for joining me today it's been a joy thank you so much my thanks again to jenny and if you want to grab hold of how to clear energy blocks you can look in the show notes and jenny's kindly shared that information for free And I hope that this September is going brilliantly well for you. We're back at school here in the UK. We start back in September and it really does change the whole vibration. It feels like a renewed energy. I know that the new year is supposed to feel that way. And I think for me, it's September. It's like, right, what are my goals? Going to get back into it. And of course, we're gearing up for the end of the year the last quarter now and it's should it does and it should have a real focus and energy to it and if that isn't how you're feeling right now and your energy isn't there and you know it's because your messaging isn't right you're not sure who you're showing up as either you've never quite got there because perhaps you're newer to coaching or if you've been in the business a couple of years and you've done something good, but you know that you have more to bring. The Messaging Edge was made for you. So let's have a chat about how I can help you get to your fully expressed self. So you can call in those soul clients and do the work in this world that you're meant to do with joy and ease. The link is in the show notes so you can book a clarity call with me. And I hope that you have the most phenomenally energizing September Here's to your most inspiring week. Take care. Bye now.